Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. This episode of Intuitive Bites is brought to you by my Food and Body Peace program. If you're ready to leave behind food obsession and body image struggles and just get unstuck and moving towards a place of freedom, this program is designed to allow me to support you through this process. Do not delay. Go ahead over to the, the link in my bio on Instagram. It's at the intuitive underscore RD. Click the first link. You'll be able to watch my program video and answer a few questions to submit your application. And then I'll reach out. We'll have a conversation and figure out which level of the program is going to be the best fit for you. If you're looking primarily for the community and a group coaching atmosphere. I have a level of the program for you. If you're looking for both the community, but also you really want my highest level of one-on-one support, um, I also have a level of the program that will serve you. So get your application in now. Like I said, click the link in my bio on Instagram, submit the application, and I will reach out and talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, welcome to episode 118 of Intuitive Bites. We're going to dive right in today and talk about three tips for sticking with a movement routine. I can't tell you how many clients that I work with who really struggle with that start and stop when it comes to movement, and they've seen that cycle play over and over again over the years, oftentimes mirroring you know, the dieting cycle, you're on the diet, you're exercising, you're off the diet, you're not exercising, right? And that's in large part because movement and exercise has been so tied up with that goal of changing what your body looks like or losing weight. So let's dive in and talk about my three tips for sticking with a movement routine. Okay, so tip number one is to choose something you actually enjoy right? So we want you to, I really want you to think about like what movement have you engaged in in the past that you have had fun with or has just felt good and has filled your cup. And also maybe it served other purposes for you, right? Outside of weight loss or changing what your body looks like, it served you in other ways. So spend some time with that question. Sometimes it's going to require looking back to childhood when you just like were running around in the backyard or whatever, right? Maybe you don't even have a specific memory, but you know that you did do that. Or maybe it was like flopping around in the town pool, right? Um, So whatever it might be, um, I want you to kind of come up with that list. And if you're really, really struggling to, to think of something, that's okay too, because I know a lot of people have had a really traumatic history with exercise and Every interaction they've had with exercise has been from a really negative place. Um, But again, even if you can't think of it from that place of movement that has been joyful or really fun or playful, maybe you can think of movement that has served other purposes for you, even if it also was serving the purpose of weight loss. So come up with that list. Take some time there. Okay, tip number two is choose movement that you don't associate with exercise. So that tip number one, like there might be a bunch of movement in there that you do really associate with 
exercise and burning calories, but it also was enjoyable, right? Maybe it was kind of both. But I also want you to kind of narrow it down even further and get really curious about like, what are types of movement that I have engaged in or could engage in that I don't associate with exercise, burning calories, trying to change what my body looks like. Now, this is going to be so different for every person because how we view movement and the perceptions we have around it is so individualized and varied. Um, but I mean, it could be something like, um, you know, going bowling or going shopping at a mall and you're moving around, but you're not thinking of it as exercise. You're just thinking of it as whatever, going through Target, right? Um, maybe it is going for a walk or, um, walking to get the mail, or maybe it's, you know, doing a quick stretch when you're, you know, in between whatever at work, right? You're getting up to kind of stretch around. Um, maybe it is gentle yoga or something like that. So it, again, this can be so, so varied, but I just want you to think about like, what in your mind do you think of as almost like it doesn't count, quote unquote, as exercise. And I hesitate to frame it that way, but that's what, you know, that's what your mindset might be around it is like, oh, I wouldn't really count that as as exercise. And that might be exactly the place that we want to start with movement is with those things that you're not associating with weight loss, exercise, burning calories, all the things. Um, so make a list of that too. And again, think outside the box. Maybe it's like doing laundry, right? Like, or going up the stairs. Like maybe you're huffing and puffing a bit, but it's not like you're trying to do intentional exercise. Um, so yeah, think outside the box, get creative. And most importantly, put this on paper. We want you to have really a list that you can come back to here. Okay, and then tip number three, is to connect to your supportive reasons for engaging in movement. So obviously when exercise is so coupled with weight loss um, and changing what your body looks like, like that is, that's the reason that you're making choices around it. Now I want to shift you over to think about what are your other reasons for engaging in movement? And a good way of thinking about this is like asking yourself the question, if I knew for certain that movement was never going to affect the way my body looks ever again, it was never going to do anything, how would it change the type of movement you choose, uh, the frequency that you're engaging in movement, the intensity that you're <laughs> engaging in movement, and just anything else about that whole relationship that you have. Sometimes your response is going to be like, oh, well, then I would just never do it again, right? And that's okay if that's where you're at today and that's kind of what you feel is true. Um, yeah, that is totally fine. To me, that screams that you need some very intentional rest and intentional permission to rest in order to connect to movement that will serve you. And again, maybe it looks nothing like quote unquote exercise, um, but you will be able to connect to what movement serves you if you genuinely take that time for rest. And if you're sitting there listening and you're like, all I've been doing is resting for years, I can't get myself to get off the couch, then my response to you is that you haven't actually been mentally giving yourself permission to rest because you've probably been sitting in guilt and shame and judgment and 
oh my gosh, I always have an excuse and I keep making excuses and why can't I just get myself to move? That is not permission to rest and that is why you are stuck in this place of resistance to movement. So you need intentional rest and true unconditional permission to rest in order to get to a place where you're going to open yourself up to, um, again, movement that's really going to serve you and fill your cup. But yeah, so connecting supportive reasons for movement. So assuming that you can think of reasons to move that are not tied to weight loss, what are those reasons, right? For some people, maybe it's, well, I know I feel better physically when I'm moving more, or I know that it serves my mental health to have some movement going on, or I have a lot of pain, um, you know, joint pain or back pain or whatever it might be, and... I know that movement will help me to address that and make my body stronger in certain ways so that I don't have this pain, right? And that might require like working with a physical therapist or something like that to kind of figure out the right movement for that. Um, but yeah, so it could be, it could be lots of different things. It could, it could just be general health, right? You, you know that um, exercise and movement are important for, you know, supporting your long-term health. So you, that it's important to you for that reason, or maybe you are managing a chronic condition of some kind that exercise and movement will support and, you know, benefit that process. So there can be so many different reasons, but I want you to get really clear on like, what are those reasons for you? And what are the types of movement that would achieve those goals that would support those goals. And it can be helpful to look back at that, those lists that I had you, you know, create a moment ago, um, and see if we can kind of plug in some of those types of movement, um, into serving these purposes. So these are the three tips I have for you today. Very quick, easy to the point, <laughs> um, for sticking to a movement routine. It's really going to be about shifting your mindset around movement and potentially giving yourself that space for rest if you need it. If there's been this like giant resistance to movement for a really long time, like that's probably going to be a really big piece of things. But we also just need to overall shift how we're approaching it, how we're choosing movement, and really be honest with ourselves about the types of movement that are still kind of serving that goal in our mind of trying to control our bodies. Okay, guys, that is all I have for you today, but I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you've been listening to the podcast and really enjoying it, I would love to ask you to just take a moment to leave a rating or review on iTunes so this can get bumped out to more people. All right, I will talk to you next week.